Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello everyone and welcome to Cover 2 TV. I'm Steve Hall with Chris Pajak as ever to talk about the NFL, the week that was and the week that is upcoming, Chris. Um, good mood, both our teams won. Which yes, is, which, uh, which didn't happen the week before. Well, it would have been impossible. Uh, yes, true. <laughs> um, what has annoyed me this week though, Steve, okay, there we go. is that this is still on the wall and deservedly so. I mean, I battered you in predictions. Battered. It was, it was, what was the score? I think 11-7. Damn. Bloodbath. Bloodbath. Really yeah. was. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't pretty. No, I, I, didn't, I, I, I didn't wait to the theory that you lost last season because you missed the week. <laughs> I, <didn't>, I mean, <laughs> my, my head was not in a great place last year when it comes to all this stuff. It's. It's. <laughs> not, not, I didn't yeah. say anything. I stopped myself from saying something. Thanks, mate. I showed restraint. You've had enough on Twitter. Yeah, enough has been on Twitter. You know the, the abuse I've had. So yeah, thanks for uh, for a piling in like a Barcelona fan would have done. Um, <laughs> Interesting, the Vikings. I, I kind of feel like the general consensus about your team, and you, especially you, is that they just done what was expected of them. They won a very good game, beating a pretty average team. It, how was it in, in general for Minnesota? It, was it as easy as I, it as felt all right for me because we had the running game going and we had, we managed to use one of our two really good wide receivers. Helps you know, Thielen gets two touchdowns on the day, doesn't he? And everything feels a bit better. I mean. It sucks if you've got Diggs in your fantasy lineup this season because he's, he's averaging about one hmm. bloody catch a, a weekend at the moment, and that's crap. And he's so good, but we need to, you know, Dalvin Cook's brilliant and he can run it down your throat and all that type of stuff. But I just feel like if you can start to spread it around a little bit more, he gets even more joy yeah. out of the running game. <coughs> when Oakland, like, I haven't really, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen them play. I've, I've watched a couple of the games. I watched the, the first game when they won, and I was quite impressed with how good they were. But some, it, obviously, they lost it. Abraham, I think, to injury. Obviously, they've had the, the Antonio Brown thing. He wasn't there. Early. Yeah, that, that's gone so, really south really quickly. But what did you make of Oakland? Are they? Are they? They have not enough weapons. Yeah, I think is the is the honest answer. I don't think defensively you can tell that Abraham's missing and stuff like that. They haven't got the playmakers that you. you I think you need at this level. Just to, try to punch someone with a helmet on. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but that's. You're not surprised. I'd be surprised if he is what he is. And, and to be fair, he had a decent game yeah, and he, he was, was quite good. good and he was he was a pain in the ass. Um when you look at their offense, they just don't have any weapons on the yeah. outside. You could understand why they needed Antonio Brown. That uh, that um is it Waller is really, really good tight ends. I read uh, Darren Waller, isn't yeah, it? I think yeah. I think he's story, he's brilliant. Yeah, great story. Coming back from the drugs um and all that type of stuff. But so he's a real weapon, but when it's the only one, it's not so bad. And I think what they didn't do and what teams who beat us do is they get Kendricks on a slot. And as soon as they start moving Kendricks sideline to sideline and getting him, catching him in man coverage, that's when our defence starts to break down. They didn't do enough of that for me. 
And, yeah. and by the way, I love Kendricks. I think he's brilliant. Everyone. But I've, everybody <laughs> has a struggle with that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, you've, you've, you've always got something. In. Uh, last week we done a, we, we spoke a lot about quarterbacks, and we're going to do similar this week, albeit a few different ones. So I want to start with Derek Carr actually because he was there. He was inherited by John Gruden. He was inherited by Mike Mayock. And DC, again, if you look at Hard Knocks, they seem to love him, but that that, that that isn't always a true reflection of a team's thinking. Do you think he will be Oakland's quarterback next year? Because the chances are they're probably going to have a high pick, you would think. They're, they're, I mean, I'm not sure what, where they're going to be picking or whether they can get what, whether they can get the trades, what, what the trades that they've done will impact it too much. But it looks like they might have a chance at least to get someone new. And for me, he he suits John Gruden in that. John Gruden just loves completions. He, he will take five-yard completions every single time. And that's what Derek Carr does. He's reluctant to get the ball downfield. I think you'll have noticed that the other day. They just don't really attempt it. I get the I get I get the feeling Mike Mayock would like to an improvement on that. But I'm only basing that upon all the analysis I've watched of him analyzing players. The things he seems to like is the downfield threat that a quarterback can offer, and they just don't have that. If you had to put money on, would you think Derek Carr will be Oakland starter next year? I would, yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. And I think it's down because of Gruden, because of that style of offence that he likes. And I think ultimately he wants someone that can run his offence. And, yeah, and yeah. Carr can. I think for them, as proved by Antonio Brown going in there, it really is about what I was saying earlier. It's about getting the playmakers in around him. This Josh Jacobs is going to be a player like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might not see it every single week. You might have those sort of a young player inconsistencies or, or come up against a good defence and they're able to stop the run and the resolute against it so he's going to be one of those weapons moving forward they need somebody on the outside I think you know as the season goes on it was a lot of love for Hunter Renfro as, as, as Hard Knocks was going on we've seen a couple of completions but we've seen those contested catches that's the type of receiver I think the Gruden likes as well yeah. because he wants them going in the slot taking them in getting those five yard completions and moving down the field that way but like Antonio Brown, you need someone who can take the top off. Tyler Williams should be that, but I, I get the sense with him that he's he isn't a number one. Like, if you're a defense and your your game plan and your main aim is to stop Tyler Williams, I think you'd be happy. Mm. Like you'd, I think you'd be able to. You know, who are we going to double this week? Well, him. Okay, we, we're fine with that. He either be if, if again if Brown if it, the whole thing played out different and he wasn't such a cock, <coughs> it might be that he's getting double coverage and then you got Tyler Williams one on one, which was kind of how he flourished. For the charges, and that Keenan Allen was the man that you were really keeping eyes on, Mike Williams to an extent as well. Even when Hunter Henry was fit, a lot of teams worried about him. I just I, it, when I'm watching him, he looks like the the the, the prototypical cliche two not one, and that's mm. what you're saying, isn't it? That it's hard to judge Derek Carr to an extent with, with this around him, which when it's still a bit sloppy and a bit of a mess. Yeah, I think it would have been easier to judge him had Brown been there, of course. Like, and then you're able to see if he's got a guy that he trusts, will he, go will he, will he do it? Yeah. yeah, at the moment. Do you trust him on a fifty-yard grab against the safety and a, and a cornerback? Probably not. So why why bother throwing it? Where do you, where do you see Carr next season? Then or, Oakland or not, or Las Vegas or not? Uh, I don't know. I, I the reluctancy to get the ball down the field is a worry. I think, but again, maybe it's just because they haven't got anybody. I think if you're moving to Vegas and you've got a top pick and you can get one of these quarterbacks, I think it might make sense to do it. Yeah. I actually think you might get decent value back for Carl off somebody. But they, 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 they've banked on him. I think he's fine. He reminds me a bit. I don't know. He's he had that one season when he was. There was legit MVP talk, and I, I didn't. I thought that was over warranted to an extent, but didn't that was that when he went twelve and four? Yeah, and he was around, and he broke his leg, unfortunately. I, I he, 
I think we did the rankings at the time. We put him like tenth, like around. He's not there now. He's more sixteenth to eighteenth in that mm. range, isn't he? And it depends if you think that's good enough. I think you can win with that because your team nearly got to the Super Bowl with that. You know what I mean? But your team around him's got to be absolutely stellar. You know, you're talking twenty twelve Bengals with Andy Dalton. Yeah, they can be. They can be amazing, <laughs> but but they need. It needs to be the team, and they're kind of carrying them. It depends what type of team they want to build in Oakland. They seem miles away at the minute, to be honest. Still. But then, the, you know, the, the, whether Gruden's the right coach or not, yeah, I think, he's there, isn't he? he's I think the there. idea of getting someone for 10 years looking at the state of that franchise was the right idea. Because okay. they, they just need time. They need to do something. They needed to change the way that the franchise was moving. So. And the, the, the picks that they made, actually, they had three first-round picks, didn't they? And they all look good players. Mm. Obviously, they've lost one syringe. So that bodes well. It's whether they can keep chaining that out, chaining that out, get rid of the crap on the roster, and just keep chaining these picks. Again, Mike Mayock, the analyst, was amazing. We'll see what Mike Mayock, the GM, is. But from what you know, the picks that he made, you know, he got a bit of stick for some of them or whatever. And all three of them look like they can play. So it, it depends how they go. But I, if Oakland had a, a top ten pick, for example, in a quarterback draft that I anticipate it's going to be very top heavy, I wouldn't be shocked to see if they maybe say say they got like an eighth overall pick. Maybe they trade Derek Carr to get up to two or three. I don't, I don't know. So I, I look at it and I'm thinking the other way. I'm like, you know what? We've still got this lad for five, ten well, years if we need. We can probably, in a quarterback heavy draft, there's going to be teams wanting to come up if we've got a top ten pick. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we take 15, 17, 19 yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. and try and get a couple in the first round and, yeah. and really get your, your sort of talent position? Yeah, 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 sure. That's the way, that's going to be the interesting thing from the Raiders this yeah, season. Yeah, I agree. I thought they were going to be bad anyway. I've not seen. I mean, that first week kind of changed my mind because they were they were so fast and flying around the field. But since then, it's all been a bit, a bit what I kind of what I expected. I, I think the difficult thing for them coming up now is they have got like is it forty eight days in between home games? Yeah, because London, so, London's a home game, London and and then they're traveling all over the country. So it's, they could come out of this having lost every single game. Being absolutely knackered, not have seen the family for ages, <laughs> and the season's over. Yeah. And then, then what do you do to bring that franchise back mentally? Yeah, it's hard. Isn't it? I mean, that could be so difficult for yeah, them. Yeah, I agree. Conversely, you go away, you win a few with them, and your season's on. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, not, they're by no means out of it. Uh, I agree. Because um, the charges aren't doing anything. The charges are one and two. So they're just charging it up. Yeah, basically. And then obviously Denver have looked bad, but they were never going to catch Kansas City anyway. But they're not out of wild card mix. If you can win, what three of your next five, and you 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 you're still in the mix. And the AFC is very weak. I think. Yeah. I think it's very top heavy with three really good teams, and the rest is a bit piggledy piggledy. And you can can't anyone can can do whatever they want. Um, who's your third? Oh, right, uh, Baltimore. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think Chief Patriots and Chiefs are miles ahead, of them, and then I think Baltimore is a clear third. And I don't. I think the gap isn't that big actually between the other two, and then it's. The drop off is quite significant. I would say from that point onwards, um, you're probably talking Texans or Colts, maybe. Uh, it's, it's not. I mean, and the Colts have looked good. The Colts are good. The Colts are a good team. Yeah, the Colts are a really good team, um, and they're playing. Oh, funny enough, we'll see how that works out. We'll pick that in the pick second later. Um, another quarterback we want to talk. Let's go positive first. Then um, we saw the debut of Danny Dimes, Danny Jones, um, for the Giants. DJ. I like what I saw. Um, he just looked like he looked like a, like a modern quarterback because that's what he is. Funny enough, um, but he didn't look 
like a modern quarterback. Look at that Manning. He looked <laughs> like a really tall pocket passer who has a bit more about him. He's got legs. Yeah, he's got he's got wheels. I'll tell him that. Um, he, he some really good throws. Not just, he had a bit, he was a rookie, obviously, first game. He had a few issues as well, and ultimately, they probably should have lost that game up the way the way it ended and stuff. But if I'm a New York Giants fan, because they, they, he got, I've never seen really draft picks get slammed as much, and I thought it was unfair. I don't think he, I don't think he was worth what they paid for him. Mm. But they made that choice, and that poor kid got absolutely hammered. Like it was like it was his fault. He he only got drafted, so I'm quite I'm rooting for him now because at the time, they were, and it was like. The consensus was this lad's rubbish, so we're just going to pile in. And I think when that happens, you sh- it's the GM who should get that. You know, it's not, it's not the kid's fault that he got picked fourth or fifth or whatever he went. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's not his fault where he went. He just went where he was picked. So I hope he does well. I actually, I think the NFL's better when the Giants are good. If I'm honest, I think it's a a better league when they go to like that division being competitive with them in it. Um, I, I don't. This might not be as tactically or whatever. He looked like he got it. Like he, whatever it is, he looked like he's got it. Now again, again don't get me wrong. The, the game that plan can change though as well. Didn't well it, it, week it, it, week it looked it? modern. It looked yeah. fresh. It looked. It looked. Like but that's it, what Pat Sherman does. Yeah. You know, we've seen that. We he got us to an NFC Championship game with a with an offense with Case Keenum there because he played to the to the players. And I think I do feel like now having and I'm not jumping to any conclusions mm-hmm. here. I've seen him once, but I do feel like Shermer feels he's got more options to win now. Yeah. And what we've seen over the last 35, 40 games from Eli Manning going back before Shermer is there's one way that he can win, and he's a pretty I, I dare to say less than average quarterback. Oh, he's fucking mediocre. He's to be honest with you, towards the end, and he didn't give the coaches. Any opportunities to do anything? The two coaches benched them now, obviously. And yeah, would you? Obviously, Saquon's injured. That's a massive blow for him. That's but that's even so, just because it was in that game, yeah. and because he turned it around in that game without Saquon Barkley, and he had the whole team looking at him like, "Come on, man, you need to do this." One twenty-one to go in the fourth, and he leaves that come from behind victory in his in his first game without his star. Was that a cold draw, by the way? Do you think? Or do you think he just ran it in? Because I, I th- if it's a cold draw, you, he was no. not, you could never do that with Eli. Could you play I, was, I was listening to the Peter King podcast and he spoke to him after the game and he said, I saw a man and I saw a grass and I went. All right, fair enough, yeah. So, yeah fair enough, which is fine, which Eli could never do. It, it does give you that, that dimension to your game as well, which, again, the NFL, I always say, you win from the pocket, but if you can run, if you can move about a bit, it's just, like I say, it, it isn't a coincidence that the best quarterbacks in the league, bar one, are all guys who can move. You, you, you don't, and even Brady moves. He just moves in small areas very well. Um, so we, we were quite impressed with, with Jones. I can't, again, I'm looking forward to seeing him against Washington this week. Um, Baker Mayfield's been empanned a little bit. Yeah, uh, he was rubbish. Yeah. He really was. Um, he actually gave it a big one, didn't he? A while ago, Daniel Jones saying, "You know, he was over. People overthink it. But it's about winning." I think his, his quote was, "Wasn't it?" When exactly. about Duke and stuff. Um, and this is why sometimes you can be hesitant with Danny Jones because Mayfield looks Mayfield's still good, he's gonna be good obviously, but he's having a bad time of it now. They can't protect him and it looks like that his head's gone. Like some of the passes he was making against the Rams, albeit against a good team, it was bizarre that the that play calling was bizarre. I've never seen a draw on four for nine in my life. That might be the worst play call that's I've ever seen. It was absolutely bonkers. I was on the I maybe I got caught in the hype because I thought the Browns were gonna be good. And they just, everyone did, to be fair. They just, they? they just look a bit crap. What, what, what are you putting it down to? 
Well, it, I don't think their fans really helped them, if I'm perfectly honest, because they're loaded in American sports. Is, you know, they've sat through a lot and all that type of stuff. First game of the season, they turned the backs on them, you know, mm-hmm. and and they were booing. And I, I find that a struggle as a as an English football European soccer team. fan. That is really strange to me. In fact, someone someone tweeted me um, the other day, and I, I actually avoided the question because I, I kind of wanted to talk about it. And it was someone who'd. You said, I feel like us Philly fans and, and Liverpool fans are the same. And listen, here's my answer to it now. And, and they posted, I think it was a she, she posted a video of a fella who just saved a load of babies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Out of the, did you see this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of the thing. And he turns around during his interview and he's like, you know, we were catching the babies. Unlike Agalor. <laughs> and, you know, and it's like, and she was like, this is funny because we we're always thinking about it. I was thinking, yeah, but you, I've heard so much about the Philadelphia fans that you're actually the worst for turning on your team. And I don't get that. It just doesn't compute with me because I'm there. If I'm in the ground where they were... i tell you what, ask our mate Paul. I was stood with him in Kiev and me and the lad next to me did not shut up the entire game. And that's what I'm like. I will support my team until the end. And I'm screaming at our fans to support. Yeah. So I don't get it. And Cleve, like... Maybe it doesn't affect American sports teams in the same because way because they've been built up and used to it. But there's a better way of supporting your side. I don't think the Browns have done it well. I'm not sure. The, I'm, I'm having. I'm not having a pop at the Eagles. It's what I've heard. Yeah, I've never yeah. experienced it. So apologies if I'm wrong there. Like. Well, American, I think it's fair to say American fans boo the team when it doesn't go well in game. Like I've seen the Patriots get booed. Yeah, okay, yeah. like, don't break these. Like, fuck off. But in terms of on the field, what, what I saw from the Browns was. A, they've got no offensive line, which is, you know, it's always a struggle. Good offensive lines don't stop Aaron Donald. Bad ones, you've got absolutely no chance. Again, he was he was just wrecking that game at times. And Clay Matthews got a sack. Dante Farrow was in there. But having said that, the decision making was all they for from Mayfield all game. I don't think the offense looks. I mean, Freddie Kitchens did well last year. But Did he say he was maybe overthinking it? Again, yeah. I mean, fourth and draw and fourth and nine. I mean, I just don't. I, I'll never understand that in my life. I mean, I don't know. No, it's just... If you're running back involved, that's fine. To be fair, the idea is to surprise the opponents. Yeah. But it's also to give you a chance. Yeah. Uh, He's definitely surprised the opponent there. Yeah. He's just not giving himself a chance. No, and with a bad offensive line, running the ball behind, it makes no sense. They're not getting Odell Beckham (laughs) involved enough. Landry isn't getting... It just looks all weird for the Browns. And I don't think it's again. It's not the end of the world. It's the year one of the good team, so it could be next year where it comes and, and what I don't know. But like if I if I was given a mulligan now on my division pick, the first thing I'd change would be them, and I'd be putting Baltimore definitely at the top of it for the team who they play this week. Funny enough, same division. I'd be getting rid of the Steelers for for the Ravens because yeah, we, we I think we both punched that one quite a bit. But the, the Browns are playing Baltimore this weekend. To be honest. Morning. It, it doesn't. Yeah, it just doesn't look close. No, because I know that the I know that the Chiefs can run all over anybody, and the Chiefs did run all over the Ravens. And conversely, I know that anyone can put points up on the Chiefs, and it is about keeping up with them. But the fact that Baltimore did so well against them gives me heart. And, yeah. And it, 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 like you were saying before, they are the third best team. Um, they've got. A quarterback who's tricky, who can throw the ball from the pocket if he needs to, who can cause you issues. They've got running backs, they've got a defense. It's a really well-rounded team, and it's it's. I look at the Ravens like if the if a, you know the way if a team goes on a run, you would not want to face the Ravens 
in wildcard or well they probably well they won't be in wildcard I don't think you would not want to face the Ravens in the playoffs because they give you matchup nightmares everywhere yeah and if they are playing wildcard weekend they'll be at home you would think it looks like they're going to be at home so yeah we'll see how that one goes but yeah the Browns is, is a bit mad to me um, the final couple of ones I want to speak to you about did you see much of this uh, Seahawks game or <laughs> against the Saints with Ted, with, it was obviously Teddy Bridgewater I saw the first half yeah so again you're talking about like a team that's maybe getting a bit of, a bit stale, and that's kind of how I feel with Seattle at the minute, which is bizarre because they've got playmakers. Yeah, they really have. I suppose it all it it all just seems a bit the they, same. They've lost their identity. No, I, see, I, I, just, I think they've kept it, and it's gone stale. They are still they are still a running team who good defense, running team, vertical wide receivers. That's I, a I, I mean. They've lost the players that made. But yeah, yeah, and that's, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's so a, they, they can have all the players who play in the same way. But if you don't, yeah, identity is the wrong word. If you don't have that heart from <laughs> the Legion of Boom or whatever it is that made them think like that and feel like they were the best in the world, actually, they've lost their winners. Yeah. Bar, bar Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's it's probably what it comes it's down kind to. It's the kind of one for, they've kept Bob Wagner and they kept Russell Wilson and the rest is getting rebuilt. So maybe we shouldn't be surprised. But they're a running team. Who want to run the ball, play defense? But Carson got about forty-eight yards. Well, he, kept, he, he just fumbles. Fumbles. He, he, he fell over three times. Um, Rashad the, Penny's doing nothing. Yeah, defensively, they just look a bit of a mess. The, off, the offensive line's atrocious. It's mad, but they've got a re- like Dwayne Brown or left. He's really good at left tackle, and he must just be standing there going, "What the hell?" He must feel a little bit like. Um, what was the guy on the, on the Browns' name? The the, the left tackle who was there. Oh God, Joe Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, "I'm blocking everyone. <laughs> Fucking do something," because that's what it felt like. Like a feddy, and it was just oh, it was a ear party. It was just making me ill. And I was watching it, and the the hot, the worst thing for Seattle again. The first time they've lost a home in September for years is that the Saints didn't have to play well. The Saints didn't play well to win that game. Bridgewater looked all right. He looked fine. Alvin Kamara was a superstar. And they just could not stop him. They needed that, but it was they a, really needed yeah. that because they haven't got him in the game enough over the last. On there was the, a, the first again, there's a punt return, there's a defensive. It was like if I'm Seattle, you went about my again. The era we've been watching recently is that going to Seattle is you have to play fucking hard to win in Seattle, yeah. and the Saints didn't have to play hard, and that was what worried me about the Seahawks. Like Russell Wilson's still amazing. He still makes some magic throws where I was just like, this guy is genuinely incredible. But like you said before, the rest of the team just aren't with them. And again, they're still in playoff mix, but they're in a re- they're in a tough division. They're in a very tough conference. That's going to be really hard to get a wild card. And you know, if you if you're doing a stock up or a stock down on that on that team, I think I'd have them like, yeah. stock down. Yeah, no, I think that's fine. <coughs> I, the only other thing I, I maybe want to talk about for a couple of minutes and, and not long and get your opinions on is. I've been watching, uh, you know, quite a lot of football. Maybe not as much as, as last season so far. I've been averaging sort of two, three games a week at the moment. And there has been some ridiculously sloppy play. Yeah. And so, I, I think the Thursday night game, I, I think it was the Thursday night game, was just penalty after penalty after penalty in the Titans game. Yeah. And you're just like, what's happened to fundamental football here? I, I, especially when a lot of the teams are fucking mediocre those penalties can be the difference between a 2 and 1 and a 1 and 2 record yeah. the, the, the 49ers won the other day they got the ball five times like again sloppy the Seahawks were sloppy I was watching the Packers Broncos and the Broncos were sloppy like, like Joe Flacco threw like two of the worst like the worst in going up it's, against it's, one of the best quarterbacks in the game you give yourself an opportunity just, to win yeah yeah it's just like 
Uh, to be honest, this is why I think Buffalo are good because they have sound. Yeah. And they, I mean, again, they, Josh Allen turned the ball over in the first week, and he was he was pretty poor, but then he, he recovered. But other than that, they're just a team who plays fundamentally sound. You know, they've got really good defensive players. Ed Oliver looks at what a pick he's been, and Tredavious White corner looks like one of the best in the league. But the, you, you wouldn't say that they are super talented team. I mean, they're not like they're not what you Cleveland, for example, mm. or they're not. Like one of these all all world eleven type. But they're not beating themselves. Exactly. So what, what they're saying is, we're going to play good defense. We're going to score twenty points, give or take, and you're going to have to you're going to have to come on beat, beat us. I mean, good team. If they play the Patriots this weekend, you'd imagine New England will win that. Do you think? Do you think someone might throw a touchdown against the Patriots? Never mind an unbeaten <laughs> season. Is anyone going to throw a touchdown against the Patriots? Yeah, they had two in the day. They were defensive. Yeah. Well, the kick return defensive. So yeah, an offensive touchdown will be a, a start. Um, I wouldn't. Yeah, I think Josh Allen might run one in. I think they'll lose, but I think he, I think he will. But that's, I, I agree with your point. Is that maybe it's something to do with no one plays preseason anymore, or that that's probably it, <coughs> or the training. Like that. Obviously, we know that the they don't train as much in in the in the training camps and stuff. Like it's limited, but just stupid errors, like like silly things. It, it, it is sloppy. No, like, hold on to the ball. Like I tell you, what, <laughs> in the in the era, and I hate to talk about uh, about the, you know the NFL, the brand, and all that type of stuff. But they're trying to make the game three minutes quicker, you know, by integrating adverts while stuff's still going on on the field and stuff. And you've got penalty after penalty after penalty after penalty. It's not the fucking adverts that are putting people off at the moment. Mm. For me, it's the fucking penalties. Yeah. It's like, oh, what a great play. Holding ten yards, ten yards, ten yards. <laughs> Why ten? It kills the drive every single Hold time. Do it, it's just make it five. At least give them an opportunity. First and twenty, they're never coming back. Yeah, it's what? only good teams can come back from that. Yeah, so then it's hoof the ball, catch the ball, <laughs> fumble the ball. Here <laughs> holding ten yards. Oh, we're starting this again. Are we? Yeah, Let's do it again. Yeah, it has been really sloppy. Like, there's a lot of mediocre. I, I think it is to do with the preseason. Like, no one doing. I think you're probably right. No one right. taking preseason serious anymore. Um, and this is maybe you know, look, Rogers' first game this season to get the win. But it was his preseason. Yeah. It was his. He was rusty as fuck. He didn't look like Aaron no. Rodgers, no. and that can't be good for someone like him. You know what I mean? Who, who wants to go out there? Who wants to dominate? He's probably having a little bit of difficulty this season not being the main attraction of Green Bay. Because right now, I, I mean, I'm loving the day. Yeah. I hate Green Bay, but I'm loving watching it. That Jair Alexander <laughs> last week, he's fucking tremendous. He's just the ball off a fella the other day. It's just tremendous. <laughs> I love that. It's just, but it's so obvious. It's what it's like. Let's say I'm in there and I'm going to tackle someone. I'm like, fuck your big, you lah. I'll go for that little thing with one hand rather than jump into you and hurt myself. He just takes it, it off. It's clever football. Yeah, the Packers defence is probably one of the stories of the season. Again, at time recording, they play Thursday, so we don't want to go too much. But what I would say is that they got they got they got they got speed and they got ball hawks, they got a pass rush and they can cover, which which I mean I've been supporting Green Bay for years and that's never it's been one or the other. We obviously the Clay Matthews, Mike Daniels, BJ Raji yeah, was decent, oh but it was never. I mean it wasn't this, and vice versa. We've had good cornerbacks at the time and absolutely no pressure on the ball. But the, the, the what I would say is that if you're looking at you know, we talk about GM of the year and all stuff. Um, if the Packers go on as they are, then Guda couldn't deserve it because. The two, the two Smiths have been lights out. Rashawn Gary, one of his first round picks, have been pretty good. Has uh, he been just rotating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the two Smiths, hasn't he? So he doesn't need them as much. Um, 
Jai Alexander last year, baller out this year. Kevin King has been well again from last year, ball out. Uh, he trades for Amos, Amos as a free agent, amazing. Darnell Savage, one of the best safeties I've seen for a long time. So it goes to show, like in two or three years, if you get your draft picks right and your free agent signings well, you can you can turn it around pretty quickly. It's kind of again what I kind of expected from Cleveland that hasn't happened. The difference, I suppose, is, and we I say this a lot on the show, but football. It's about it, it is about the two lines. First and foremost, <coughs> the, the Browns kind of you can have Beckham, Antonio Brown, Josh Gordon, Julio Jones, but if your quarterback can't get the ball out, it, it's kind of irrelevant. And it's a moot point. He's getting it? he's getting absolutely demolished back there, and it's what makes the Sean Watson for me like so special. Like I don't think he gets like you talk about top five quarterbacks. He's probably he should be in that conversation. I think because he is playing behind like ten styles. And he just balls out every single week. He is just absolutely incredible. That and Mayfield just hasn't shown he, again. He might get to that. He's, he's, he's again. He's still only relatively young in his career, but it's hard to win with that offensive line. Very few teams can do it. And I think the Texans, if, if that line was better, they'd be a Super Bowl team. Mm. But it's the- a lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Is the line that's all whenever they lose, whether it's division or playoffs or whatever, the reason that the Texans will lose is because the offensive line. What about what about like you know, you're just talking about the Green Bay um GM there. What GMs are you looking at now this week and going, Fucking hell, mate, you need to turn this shit around? Because the top one that I always think of in this situation is Elway. And I know they're <laughs> probably not gonna sack him, right? But but really, I mean I could have told you to pick up Peyton Manning. Yeah. And you could have got a Super Bowl <laughs> off the back of that. I don't think that was a genius move, by the way. The, the, what was genius was actually getting him to do it and yeah. getting getting him through the door. But that was taking advantage of a situation where, you know, 31 of the 32 GMs bar the Colts would have been looking at that <laughs> going, well, if I had a quarterback issue, I'm going for Manning at the end of his career. So he, he can't pick a quarterback. No, Joe Flacco was awful. And he was, like, oh, he was, he was, I like, he was all right for a while. But he's, they're wasting. I mean, that defense isn't what it was, but they're, st- they're still good enough to. 
contend if they've got a quarterback. Yeah, Chubb. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, Van Miller. Harris. Yeah, you can imagine them looking at this going, this is just shit. Like, same old, same old. Just the, the one that he throws, I think it's too savage, isn't it? He just throws it to RT. There's no one anywhere near him. It was absolutely, yeah, it was bizarre. So, John you know always name in Denver, it'll be hard. It would be, it would be like, it's, you know, you're sacking a legend of your it's team. Two it's two but, balls. But, I mean, look at, look at the track record. Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, Case Keenum, Case Keenum there was, um, Joe Flacco. Someone else in there as well, <laughs> wasn't there? Was it ex back up? Oh, I'm thinking of it, yeah. He definitely went, he, 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 he drafted Paxton Lynch. Yeah. And bust. Trevor Simeon was awful, like you're saying, and the Joe Flacco experiment, the Case Keenum thing. They, they, they had one more, huge one from a couple of years ago, I don't even know. Oh, Brock Osweiler. Brock Osweiler. Oh, garbage. And I mean, it was like a 30 million contract or yeah, something, wasn't it? He, he went to Houston and he, he, he got away with that one. Um, yeah, it's been bad. Yeah, he, 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 he showed him off on the show that he's a competent GM. So, and to be honest, the Broncos go to Jacksonville. It's certainly host Jacksonville. And if they lose in there, I won four, then, I mean, pressure's on. It's, it's on him. Will they sack Vic Fangio after one year? Maybe, I don't know, but someone will go if it gets really bad, and it'll probably be him, wouldn't it, Will? So, um, should we pick some games? Yeah, let's do it. Let's pick some games. So, Thursday night football, obviously, Green Bay hosting Philly. Injured Philly against the, the Packers at home. Feels like we've been saying that for two years. Huh? They are very injured. The, 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 apparently, the latest is that they're going to have Alshon back, which is a, a big plus for them. Um, he's a he's a proper difference maker. So, he'll be back in this game. There's a chance. I'm still going Packers, you know. He always batters, he kills us. I'm still going I'm Packers. Sick of Alcohol and Jeffrey. Um, well, yeah, I'll take the Green Bay as well. Um, the Don't Giants okay. host Washington. Right. Danny Dimes. And he's Keenum. This is in Washington. No, no, this, this is, is in, in New York. I'm definitely going the Giants then. I probably would have gone the Giants anyway. Mm. I, I watched the Bears Redskins game and Case Keenum. I, you know, I, I know I, I've got a sweet spot for him and stuff. There was some a fucking atrocious throws <laughs> there the other night. Like, very. Case Keenum style throws, if I'm honest. That man just holds the ball in the sky. And he's like, someone, someone, yeah. Okay. And why are you doing a Statue of Liberty impression? <laughs> You're in the middle of a collapsing pocket yeah. with Killian Mack number 52 <laughs> running down at you. This is not good for you, your health, your family, and all of Washington. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, you're looking at that, and you, and, you, and one of your ex-players, actually, Ha Ha Clinton Dix, had an absolute fucking field. I think he had two <laughs> interceptions, one of them returned for yeah. a touchdown. Uh, and, and, but, you know, they couldn't... Uh, what, what they struggle, struggled with... Apologies. I'll get, try and get my words out. Is they couldn't get any inside running scheme to work, and they couldn't get AP anything really. You're talking like it's hard at 21 down, no down as well, isn't it? Yeah. So and so you're looking three, four yards, and and you know they were seven no down at one stage, and they still couldn't get yeah. it going. Steve. And then and what what did start to work was a little bit of outside zone and stuff like that. And then AP wasn't in the game, and and then Case Keenum started throwing the ball to the other team, and it it escalated pretty. Quickly for Washington, yeah, they, I, and I, I just feel like the Giants are going to be on a little bit of a roll. Obviously, they've got that four to eight weeks, but most probably eight weeks injury now for um, Saquon. It's going to be difficult for them, but and the defense trash. I, yeah, it I, really is bad. Have you seen a cornerback get abused as much as Mike Evans abused Jack, Jack Rabbit Jenkins? It was no. Oh my word! It was like. It was like men against boys. It was absolutely, it was quite embarrassing for him. It was amazing how good Mike Evans was. So I don't think you should ever nail the Giants onto anything. 
But I don't know if the Redskins have got anyone who's, who are really, who's really going to be able to... I think we said the other week, didn't we, that they're going to give people a bloody nose. And maybe they will, but I think the likelihood is that they might graze people. <laughs> I'm not sure they'll get bloody noses. So but we've, both, we've both picked the Giants, which is bad news for the Giants. There. Um, did you know, I think, I, I think I'm right in saying Patrick Mahomes is going to play his first ever Dome game this weekend. Fuck off, really? Yeah. He's going to Detroit to play the Lions, first game he's ever played indoors. He's been amazing outside. Like, what's he gonna do indoors? Like seven hundred yards. It's this Kansas City offense in Detroit. Again, Detroit you deserve respect. They are two oh and one. They're undefeated. Congratulations. <laughs> they won a very they won a good game, you know, against the decent Atlanta side the other day. I'll always pick on the Chiefs in every game, I think, because this year or until maybe when they play New England yeah. I'll see how I, I feel mean, but he's on for over 50 touchdowns on, he's going he's to be this team indoors could be anything I mean how fast he could be the only thing I can think that could stop them is the roof being too low <laughs> he can throw the ball that far <laughs> the only thing I can think that may hinder him in some way shape or form nah these are I think they're killing the Lions to be honest with you I, I think the Lions seven mauling the Lions that's what I should have said you should have I, oh, damn it hunting the Lions maybe I think we peaked at Mall Institute. Yeah, you're probably better. Cage? No, no. We're still in Mall. Just spitball. I think the Lions minus seven, and I think, that's my, I, think I might go over. I think I might take this, that, that the Chiefs minus seven. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm fascinated to see so what... what he's, he's averaging, is it 398 yards a game through the air? In a dome? <laughs> <sighs> Fucking hell. Three touchdowns, four touchdowns. Four touchdowns, four... 478 yards through the air and fuck it a rushing touchdown as well just just for good measure I, I mean, I've been surprised by the Lions how competitive they've been I think they've got away with a few of them at times but listen, they, 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 they shot themselves in the foot week one yeah I think the Chargers shot themselves in the foot week two and then last week they were they outplayed uh, just about outplayed Alance in the end but I'm going to go for the Chiefs I feel a bit for, for Stafford you know <coughs> I just feel like he's he had the opportunity, and I do think he's a really, really good quarterback at times. He, he I think he could have walked away from his career with a ring or two. He's talented enough. Yeah, and he's just he's in purgatory. Detroit, yeah. the, the Detroit Lions purgatory. Um, the Falcons host the Titans. Then again, I've got, I, I, I watched the Titans game on Thursday, Ugh. and I really didn't like it. I didn't like it. Talking about Mariota. It's one. What what do we think of Mariota now? I, I never liked him anyway. I never yeah. I never thought he was good. I, I, I didn't really think him or Winston when any good they came out the same time, didn't they? And I always just thought whenever I watched Mariota, I was like, eh, flat is to deceive. Um so and I'm, I'm not sure I'm not sure the coaching's right there, I'm not sure the team's good enough, and I think the Falcons smash him. Okay. I've gone for the Falcons as well, to be honest. Um we spoke a lot about the Browns before. Let's talk about they are going to, to face the Ravens in Baltimore then. I imagine we're both going to pick Baltimore based on what yeah. we said before. Um, why Why do you think the Ravens? I just don't know how the Browns can keep up because I think the Ravens are going to score. Again, I can see. I would be surprised if they don't get to 28. And I'm not sure the Browns can. What, what do you think about John Harbour as a coach? Because, you know, he's gone from this very defensive running team with Ray Rice and all them type of lads and he has managed to swing it on its head to actually a really exciting side to oh, watch oh, oh, it's not oh, quite oh. difficult for a coach not often they completely sort of change their philosophies but he has 
kind of move with the times. Yeah, I've mean? always liked him. Even when he was under pressure, I always thought he was good. I thought he was right to go for points against the Chiefs. So he was going for two point conversions. He was going for. I think you've got to. Mm-hmm. I think that. I think the, the other guy playing quarterback for the other team impacts your decisions. I think you've got to because it's like Belichick going for it in the Super Bowl, isn't it? And trying an onside kick. Yeah, yeah, because of the quarterback that he's playing when he was playing against Manning yeah, all them years you've, ago. You, you, you've got to do something and. I agree. I think their offense is so so original, so fresh. I love it. So I think they're gonna. In fact, it could be really ugly. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like really bad for the Browns. Um, Colts. We've, we've mentioned Raiders before. We mentioned Colts are a good team. Um, I think we're, I think we're gonna stick both with the Colts again. <coughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're I'm just gonna copy everything you do yesterday, so I don't fall for it. I change one. Leave it in the hands of God to see if uh, we can get Thielen back up. Well, the Nineteen. Maybe we can disagree on the Bills Patriots. Then do you want to take Buffalo? To no, you take Buffalo, mate. Absolutely. I'll take the Pats. Thank you very I much. I think this will be close. Okay, I will let you think that. I will take New England, but I think it will be within a touchdown. I will happily scrap all of this <laughs> for the shirt on the wall and say it's more than a touchdown and, and whoever's right gets the shirt on the so wall. I'm, so I'm, I've got Bills plus seven. Okay, I mean, let's go with that one. Uh, let's fuck this up. Seconds off then, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Texan Panthers, I, I like what I saw from Kyle Allen for the Panthers. He invigorated them. A healthy Kyle Allen is better than an injured Cam Newton, who'd have thought it, but he was... Who have you gone? I, I've gone Texans still, to be honest with you. Um, I, 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 I live in hope that they actually fulfil some of their potential at some point. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I have done. Sorry, I've got a phone call coming in. I'm just going to turn that off. I, I've gone for the Texans as well. Uh, with chalk, yeah. And I'm, well, listen, we're both going to pick a charge over the Dolphins. I don't think we're, uh, I'm, I'm refusing to analyse Dolphins games. If there was one team who could pop oh, the Chargers, <laughs> the Chargers could, could charge a big time. Even the Dolphins are like, I don't, we don't want to win. Like, yeah. Just kick the field goal, lads. And like, no, no, absolutely not. Absolutely in a fumble. <laughs> Phil, just go down the field and score. No, have the ball. <laughs> you, you, could, you could definitely see the Chargers. The Chargers just ruining the, the, the tank for the Dolphins. But yeah, I refuse to analyse Dolphins games they're not worth my time at the moment <laughs> um, Rams books Rams I hate Winston <laughs> you, you, shit every time we talk this lad you, you just I despise him shit. It's, I shit Mike Evans is so good Mike Evans is amazing <laughs> he's the best player no one talks about he, uh, and it has been for three or four years to be fair to him Like, but Winston's just fucking wank man ok there we go I've gone Rams as well Cardinal Seahawks in Arizona Seahawks ok because I like I like Callum Murray and all that type of stuff, but I think you are still going to get those inconsistencies, and I think Carson has to secure the football if the Seahawks are to win, and I think he'll have had his ear chewed off all week and will. I've gone Seahawks as well. I just don't think the Cardinals defensively are very good at the moment. Um, Vikings Bears or well Bears Vikings tough game for you I think going there. Yeah, it, it is. And the, the Bears defense is still so good. Yeah, and I think. You know, Tyler Gabriel's had a good start to the season. Um, obviously, oh, who's their number one again? I've forgotten. Alan Robinson. Alan Robinson's a brilliant receiver. I actually like the matchups with with Alan Robinson. I'm comfortable with that. It's the Tyler Gabriel matchup, and it was what I was talking to you before about actually. You're slot corners. Yeah. Gonna cover this yeah. So who's that nickel or who, who, who's the linebacker that's going to? I still cover think him? I just don't trust the biscuit against good defenses. I just don't trust them. I don't trust Kirk Cousins against good defence either, so no. I, I'm, I'm unsure about this one. They seem to have gotten away from this 
bootleg that I liked from them last season. I, I thought Trubisky looked really good. And he likes to be, you know, throwing on the run and stuff. But it it doesn't seem to be designed bootlegs for it's the Bears. A, it's escapisms and scrambles now that seem to be it, and they're a lot harder to execute, quite frankly, because they're not designed. Because you've got to you've got to be on the same wavelength as your receiver. Whereas if you're bootlegging and you're good at throwing on the run and you know where the receiver's going to be, it's much easier to pick it off. Yeah. Um, so you're going Vikings? I I have and. It absolutely has to be set up by Alvin <coughs> Cook and Madison. And I think I'm actually going to go that Madison gets a little bit more of a game. Bigger guy. Um, slightly bigger, isn't he? Uh, it's not. It, there's not much in it. But I think that Cook is going to be the one who's going to be there first two, three quarters, and then the game opens up for Madison okay. later on. I've gone Vikings as well, but I'm not 100% sure. Um Jags Broncos in Denver. Oh, just a shout out to the Vikings as well. If you could please use Kyle Rudolph at some point this season, it'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's a really good player. <laughs> he can catch the ball, and and he's actually on your team. Go <laughs> to him, not to the other team, mate. Please, Kirk. Jacksonville going to Denver. Ah, Jacksonville. Yeah, but Jack- <sighs> with a sigh. I just don't care. There's um, so many shit teams. Yeah, there is. Uh, that's, uh, what, that's what it the comes Jag- down to. But defence is Jacksonville are really good, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Jacksonville's defence. What's going so on with Ramsey this week? As far we, where are we up to in the still, Coronation Street style storyline? There is apparently the, the latest was they're not going to trade him. They, he wants to go there, saying no. So as now, hasn't he got like some kind of a injury now? Yeah, he's well, he found him sick. <laughs> the, the, the flu. He literally pulled a sicky, which is amazing. Yeah, the um, flu caught up with him and injured his hamstring. <laughs> because I'm sure I read something like that, which is bizarre, isn't it? Um, Again, I don't trust either of these teams, uh, but I'm, I just haven't. Maybe I'm just influenced by what I've just watched because I watched the Broncos for a full game. And to be fair, you know what? No, no, I'll be honest. They can move the ball. They've got good. Lindsay is really good at running back. A little, little, I don't know, little bruise almost between the tackles, puts heads down, goes. But, but he's not having the season he was having last year. But no offense is raw. Uh, the offensive line is bad. It's pretty bad. Joe Flacco's a bum. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go for Jacksonville as well, but okay. I'm not. I'm not confident. To okay. be honest, I'm, I'm doing it because I just think that I can't see the Broncos winning. I don't know <laughs> against a good defense. Uh, Saints hosting Dallas. I think the I think the Cowboys roll in there and win, and I never pick against the Saints at home. I've gone to Dallas as well. I thought that oh, was yeah. we've, we've, we've agreed, and we're all going to agree on it. I think we've, we've got to have done that bet because we've literally agreed on every single game because we're both going to pick wow. the Steelers to the Bengals, I think. Yeah. Dallas, are Dallas the best team in the NFC? I would I would say so. Yeah. I, I would say so. I I, I think... Dallas I, play LA on a neutral field. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's probably the tipping point, isn't it? It really depends on what's going on with Gurley. I mean, how they're using him and, and why so they're doing right this. Still, is it? No, <laughs> I don't know whether they are just keeping him back for the end of the season. I hope that that's the case because you don't want to see good football players miss time and stuff. But it is really strange, that situation at the moment. I've, I, I, there's three teams that I would rank up there right now. In the NFC? In the NFC, and one of them is used because I don't Defensively. think... Defensively. Well, no. I think that... Aaron Rodgers by game week 12 no has your offence down. Yeah. And you know when I was talking about the Ravens before in the NFC, if there's a team you, you I don't think you'll want to see in the playoffs, it's Green Bay right now because I think he's just going to get better. He's going to get that offence. The play call is going to get better for him. The defence looks like fucking a load of Lights stars. Out, yeah, I agree. And, and so the potential there for the, Bear, for the Packers is to be right up there. 
I think and I hate saying that I really do. I, I think Dallas. Do. I I have Dallas one, LA two. I don't know three. I think it's actually between the Packers. I actually think the Vikings. I do think it's going to be Philly and when they're fit and healthy, maybe. But I mean, if Philly lose and Dallas win, which again is that's a, it's already a significant gap, and then they play Dallas and if Dallas win that one. It's almost like good night Vienna, and it's week five, six. So I think they, I think that that's what concerns me with the Eagles. Their season's very much up for grabs here already. But going back to Dallas, I just think they'll run all of the Saints. I don't think the Saints have been particularly great. They did okay, they were they stopping the running in Seattle, but I think a lot of that was because Seattle's line is But also, you've trash. got to give so much credit to Jones and, and everyone for getting Amari Cooper through the door. Yeah. Because he... He, 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 it up, he, he, he turned that entire team around. The second that you can't stack the box to stop Zeke, it opens it up for Zeke. And um, what's the other guy called? Pollard, is it the, the, the backup running back? He's, he's been oh, really well, good. Well, sure. yeah, he's been really good as well. He, he, in fact, he got more snaps than Zeke, which is a good thing for Dallas that you can win the game. Oh. Well, it was, I mean, it was against Miami. They could have played me. <laughs> I think Dallas are heading towards first round by type. They are really good. Like the defensively, their linebackers are incredible. Van Der Esch, dude, again. It's just, he's, he's, he's a stud, mate. He's, he's an absolute stud. Hard, but he's, he's just like, he's so fast. And my issue with the Saints, he's going to be Keekly version 2.0. The, the, the Saints, I think you can run on them and I think a good offensive line can bully them a little bit. Cam Jordan's a really good pass rusher but I think you can bully them if you, if you want to. And I think, I think the Cowboys will go in and chew the clock and there's no, I just don't, I don't trust. If it was Breeze, I think I would be a bit more. I'd, I'd probably, actually, I probably would still pick Dallas, but I'd be less confident. And maybe being harsh on Teddy, but I think it could be one of those games where he doesn't get the ball that often. I think mm-hmm. the Cowboys milk it, milk it, milk it, and then Teddy's then forced to gamble a bit. And listen, don't get me wrong, Alvin Kamara could, just, could go wild. Yeah, I mean, and I hope he does. I hope it's a good game. It's a really good Sunday night game, actually. I think it's one of the better ones we've had for a while. But I just, the ball controls, I think this is going to be a big Zeke game. And that's why I've gone for Dallas. Yeah, no, I agree. And then last one was was Steelers-Bengals. And I've gone... 0-3 v 0-3. Yeah. I mean, by the way, Mason Rudolph looked trash. But it was his first game and he was on the road and stuff and maybe give it away from him. The Bengals, (coughs) after week one, I thought, oh, hello, Seattle, Frisky, kept him in the game. Could have won, probably should have won. They've just been... Garbage as well, and they're injured, and the defensive can't stop anyone. I probably won't watch that one to be honest. I might just, no. I'll, I'll probably be a 10 minute highlight on YouTube, Jobby. Um, I've gone Steelers, but because they're home, I don't think the, Steel- the Steelers defense, by the way. If Minka doesn't, he got, he got an inception the other day, brilliant, but they still can't stop anybody. Yeah, they yeah. just they just can't. I, I think there's, there's a team who has lost its identity, no, and they are, they've got such they've got a lot of talent. They've got good players, they're a good front seven. Joe Hayden's a decent cornerback. But they got schemed to death. It's almost like Shanahan just had them on toast. And if it wasn't for, again, the, the ridiculous play by the 49ers who was giving the ball to the other team, it was bizarre. It wasn't like they were throwing... It wasn't like it was an amazing plays to get these turnovers. It was just bad play. That could have been a bloodbath. Like, it could have been really, really, really bad. The Steelers look... They look like a... I don't know, like... Deadwood, just like floating around, just driftwood almost, like just like get us to the end of the season. I hope that's wrong because again, I like when I like playing football and the Steelers are in it. But at the moment, they, they never mind playoffs. They don't look like they can win five games, six games. No, no you're right. So I've gone. I'm going to pick them for this one. For enough, that's how bad the thing the Bengals are. <laughs> You've always thought the Bengals were that bad. I've hated it. I just what was your play of the week? And do you want me to pick mine while I while you think? Okay, go on. So we split CJ Ham out as a wide receiver and threw. 
uh, a, a quick slant to him and he didn't catch it and the ball was perfectly in his hands and that was my favourite play of the week because it was so fucking stupid <laughs> <laughs> it was just like and even the commentators it was like you, you've got one opportunity at that that will never be run again <laughs> just like this is fucking brilliant that was the thing that cheered me up most do you think they're doing that to put it on tape so someone was done next week when, see, when they see when the, when the, when the defensive coordinator sees CJ Hamler do you think could catch this. To, you know, to be fair, to, catch this. To, to, to be fair to him, right? About a drive or so later, he did actually catch the ball on a, on a cousin's <laughs> scramble. But it was just the balls of, of CJ. It's like, come on, man! I, 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 you're knocking on the coach's door. And you're like, I'm really getting a headache. I keep running into these massive bastards, <laughs> and, you, and I keep opening these holes up. Can you at least just give me one play a game, please? <laughs> like, right, we'll give you the slant. If you don't do it, though, you're just gonna have to keep on piling into these big <laughs> bastards. And he did. And he, you could just be like, <sighs> well, linebacker, where are you? Just start running into the linebacker. I mean, I mean, I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm, I am just, I don't touch the ball, I just run fast and let Sir Darwin cook And it, he did one, right? I'm, I'm going to try and, I'm mm-hmm. going to try and show you it across the camera. And he just went, fuck <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> And just completely <laughs> took himself off. It was absolutely brilliant. I think he's amazing. I love a good fullback. Great. Play of the week, I'm trying to think what ones I really enjoyed. I enjoyed everything Mike Evans did. Because it was just, it was borderline assault. It was actually quite. It was like they could have phoned the police. How much it went. I was a, I was a big fan of the, the four for nine draw. Just the absolute bollocks to do that. Like you know what? We're behind. It's the best team. Nah, <laughs> my, my running back behind these five showers of shades is gonna push Aaron Donald all the way. No, we're gonna get. So. We're gonna go and get these nine yards, and then we're gonna score. No, 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 no. I will just run straight into. Oh, let's have Okay, brilliant. I hate draw plays all the time. The shit in any in any form. I think if you worked out a win percentage of them, it would be two percent. I don't mind because like you just the guy stopped. He's got no momentum. You're like, okay, have the ball, and then he's gonna get up to speed. If you're gonna run the ball on fourth and nine, hey, don't, yeah. D- don't. If you well, actually want to get give, the give nine, give him a head start. Yeah. Like, give, give him some momentum. Like maybe he can run and jump over somebody. He, he, but he just gives him the ball. He's like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the? Like, if they, and then it's turned out. Really the fight. And then it turned out. That's what we got And then it turned out like that. Like, yeah, yeah, that was the call. Before we, before we see something, we could have, no, 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 no. So the, the, yeah. I think we should do this every week. The worst plays of the week, shouldn't we? Can I can I mention? In fact, no. I know what my worst sequence is. Once it go now, Tampa Bay at the end of that game. I hate, hate, hate when coaches settle for field goals when they don't have to. Mike Evans abuses Jenkins again. Gets the ball at seventeen seconds timeout. Clock it. Don't take time. Brilliant. They then take a delay a game because he said he wanted to. They wanted the chance to back him up. Again, don't understand that. And then Jameis does that thing where they kneel over to put it on the other hash. You had 17 seconds and you're a big, massive fella. They can't stop him. Give an opportunity to throw the ball to him. Like Your kick has missed two extra points already. He can't kick his shit. I I hate it. And I'm glad he missed because I hate coaches who set up field goals. If you have to kick the field goal, take it. it. If If you're down two... And there's 20 seconds to go and get the ball back. By all means, set the field goal up and try and kick a 40 yard and hope you win. 17 seconds in the red zone, pretty much. Delay a game on purpose, bizarre. That stupid thing when you rush around and kneel down. Bollocks, I hate it. Well, I don't even understand it, to be honest with you. I don't understand moving the, I don't understand moving the hash. Why? I, 
Because maybe he prefers the ball. He's still got the same fucking yeah. goal to <laughs> Tuesday. It's the delay game, that's bizarre. You're telling me that the lad who, can't, who can kick a field goal from 27 yards and 58 yards can't tell the difference between six yards <laughs> left and right? No, I and that makes a genuine difference to him. I think it's just preference, but I agree, I hate it. Like, he's so, got one job, he's got to kick the ball straight. You could even, gen- you know what you could do on that play, you've got 17 seconds. You could. You could throw the ball twice. Out of bounds. You could run the ball once. Yeah, you could. Take the time out. And then, so run the ball, take the out, and then you might have 10 seconds to try and find Evans. And just just say to Winston, whatever, again, this is dangerous because he's Winston, throw it high, don't let, no interceptions, see if Mike can make a play. Mm-hmm. Because you know what, he probably can't because he's fucking brilliant and these idiots can't c- cover him. And I like Bruce, and it's, it's so un-Bruce Arians, it's not the Bruce Arians I know. The Bruce Arians I know went for it on fourth and five or you know, in his own half. He, 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 he fucking knocked me about the playoffs with a fucking draw, just Lally Fitzgerald or whatever. Yeah, that's why you hate draws. It was a dump off, wasn't it? Okay. But you know, he, he has Carson Palmer, he says to Carson Palmer, zero, you know, empty backfield to make a play. And by hook or back, what did he do? He's always been, I think it was it, risk it, no risk it, no, no risk, risk, risk it. Yeah. <clears throat> that, that was conservative. I, it's like, I, I hate it. And that's why I, anytime people settle for field goals when they don't have to, I, I, it really winds me up. Well, I think after just desserts. Also, shout out to Case Keenum, thinking he was. Uh, I think I think it was a fourth down and two or something like that, and he jumped over the pile like it was the goal line <laughs> and forgot that he had to get out the ball. And then forgot he had to get out the ball. <laughs> and lost the ball. And a big <laughs> shout out there to Case Keenum. Really do, do you think he genuinely forgot, like every time he caught back sneaks, he has to get the ball? No, I think I think what happened <laughs> is he realised. I think I think there was a huge pile and he was like, the only way I'm going to get this is if I extend over the top, forgetting in that microsecond that he's got. They can knock the ball out. They can knock the ball out. <laughs> and so the fellow just went, bang. <laughs> to be fair, in, all right. if he hadn't done that, it was going to be a turnover anyway. But uh, I was like, it was, just, it was just there on top of the pile and he just went. <laughs> it was like, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. Easy, really. So yeah, there you Let us know what your favourite and worst favourite players of the week are in the comments section below. If you're a fan of any team, let us know what the worst decision you saw this week was. Maybe it was your coach. If you're a Browns coach, Freddie Kitchens, yikes. Um, if you're a Bucks fan, um, hello. Um, <coughs> yikes again. If you support the Redskins, sorry as well. But there, there was, it was, there's been some really bad. Fun. It's, it's actually quite funny. If like. It isn't great, I don't think, for the brand of the NFL, but I think it's really, really funny what what, what we've seen over the last few weeks. Um, we leave it there, Chris. Good Ooh. luck against the Bears. For once, it's a game I don't care who wins. I always want your team to lose, but not now, I don't care. You can win at this point. I'd be surprised. I think we've got more chance of doing news in. Yeah, but I always think I hate road wins, so yeah, maybe you're right. I'd rather the Bears... I'd rather, if you want to split, I'd rather you just go one-all and split it at home. But, yeah, I'll... Okay. I like you being, I like you being happy as well. Oh, that's nice. Thanks very much for watching. Thanks for subscribing. We'll be back next week with Cover 2 TV. Ta-da. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.